This podcast is brought to you by LMU Munich. So, well, this is uh, my talk. Uh, I think some of my points will be things repeating some of the things you have said, uh, someone else have said before, like uh, Gordy. So I'll try to be quick in those points and then emphasize other ones. <clears throat> So, I don't know if David is here, but I have to apologize. I haven't used the word framework here, but essentially I'm using the word theories for, and then you say special <coughs> relativity and quantum mechanics, we can use them as fundamental theories. And uh, we look for implications of them. Uh, there is a nice uh, way to proceed with uh, quantum mechanics and special relativity is the way that uh, Wigner did in the 1930s. And he described the one particle states, the quantum states, and uh, for massive particles, they go for the representations of the Poincaré group. You go to the rest frame of the particle, and then in the three special dimensions, you, you see what is the group that lives in variant that part. That's the little group. It's SO3. It's so three rotations that give you spin. And then you, class, you classify the states by the two numbers, which are the Casimirs. Uh, mass is the P mu, P mu, and the J is the, is the spin. Okay coming from something called the Pauli Levansky uh, vector. And then each state is, uh, is um, each multiple is, is labeled by two numbers, which are the momenta and the third component of the spin, that representations of SO3. And then you have the standard spin going from j to j, and the p squared equals m squared. So that's very well understood. And then you classify all the massive states by that. For massless states, the, the story is a bit different. Massless states. You have to go to the. You cannot go to the rest frame, so you go to the frame that, uh, because p mu p mu is zero. So you have to have uh, this kind of expression for the momenta. You will have guessed that probably the the, the, the little group that lives in variant the the the, the momentum is SO two because there are only two zeros here. But it's not true. It's actually the whole. E2 is Euclidean group in two dimensions that has rotations and translations. And this E2 has infinite dimensional representations called continuous spin representations for some reason. <coughs> they are unitary, but they're infinite dimensional, and they have not been observed. So this is not as nice as the massive case, because in this case, people saw that since they haven't been observed, for instance, you go to Weinberg's first book on field theory, since they haven't been observed, let's say, forget about them, and then just concentrate on the finite dimensional representations. And they are the representations of O2, which is the, the <coughs> subgroup of E2. And they are classified by, again, momentum and the current of a third component of a, string, a spin, which is helicity, and which is quantized <coughs> in half an integer. So, uh, okay, so that's the story. A different thing between uh, one particle states here for. Uh, for the massless case and one particular state for the massive states is different. These are always finite dimensional. This is only after constraining this to O2. And then the theories you can describe for Seherity, so spin 0, 1, half, and 1. You then define them. These states are quanta of, uh, of the field of uh, fields, and so that gives you the quantum field theory. And for higher spins, 3 halves and 2. You, have, you can still write a field theory, but it's an effective field theory because it's not renormalized, so you have scales in it. And uh, so that means that this cannot be fundamental theories, but, but there are theories, uh, well-defined theories that you can do calculations and, and you can define gravity in this way. <clears throat> okay, so that's the introduction to these uh, states. 
And again, repeating what has been said before, uh, generic predictions of quantum field theory are very few. These are the ones that I was able to identify. I think identical, why all the electrons are the same is a consequence of uh, uh, quantum field theory, the existence of antiparticles, the CPT theorem, relationship between spin and statistics. And this uh, something we can call the coupling is the fact that we, are, we understand physics by different scales. So they can integrate out heavy states and then uh, still understand the theory at lower energies as an effective field theory. This has been uh, one of the deepest uh, uh, contributions to field theory from Wilson and other people, Weinberg in particular, uh, that is allows us to do a lot of calculations in terms of effective field theories at a small scale without knowing what happened at higher scales. <clears throat> okay. But then to go to particular uh, predictions, as people have emphasized, Gordy and, and, and David, you have to go to particular models, and uh, the standard model is the prime uh, example. And uh, here you have seen in the standard model the three gauge symmetries, and three to cross one, and gravity, three families of quarks and leptons, plus the Higgs, and in 